Girl, your hair is always laid. Listen, Clyde be Clyden sometimes. My he don't be this Papa door don't be playing. Sometimes I be I sit there and I wake up and I be like, shut up, Clyde, because I'm not gonna do the rest of my hair because you you carrying us today. Wow. You're, I'll be like, damn. Okay, ma'am. It is finally that I get to talk to you. I know, I know. I know. I, I've been a fan of yours, like You've been a fan I, of mine. Yeah, I've been a fan I started of following you. you on IG and I liked your content. Cause I was like, oh, she really be going like into detail on her um her book reviews. And I like it because sometimes I don't know what to read. Like mm -hmm. there's so much out there. And you and a couple other content creators, I'd be like, mm, I'm gonna have to add that. Let me go download that right now and read it. So I've been a fan of yours. Um, for a while. So thank you. I've been a fan of yours since you sent me Don, the proposal series. And I've been waiting. I know. I've been waiting patiently. I know. We gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the why because a lot of <laughs> I get a lot of hate mail. <laughs> um we'll get into why it's taking me so long to put some things out and some deadlines because my husband literally said to me yesterday he was like you're sitting on five books why aren't they out there yet and i was like i know i know i know i'm i'm a i'm a i'm gonna put it out there in the universe today um and give you guys some expectations okay okay because we're gonna talk about that new book you have yes. wow Wow. You know, I'm gonna get into it because I got okay, a lot okay, of questions wait. to ask you about that book because I was blown away. Okay. So welcome to the black girl table of book talk, book, book talk, bullshit, and whatever else goes down on you. All right now. Okay, I want you to introduce yourself. Hey world. Um, I'm author A. A. Lewis. Um, I hail from Buffalo, New York. I currently reside in Michigan. Um, and I write the Fist of Ratchet books. <laughs> Who are going to use that? <laughs> like, I, someone asked me to um, describe my writing style. And I said, well, I'm not your traditional romance author. Mm. Um, I, I can't do the 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 girly girly romance like i'll read some but I, i'm not a true i'm a true romantic at heart i just can't get into the fluffy right mm -hmm. um plus i have eight brothers so there is no way in hell i'm that sensitive <laughs> and that's, that's probably that that's probably a big reason why i can't but i do like a good mature storyline but i'm ratchet like I'm 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 professional, but I love drama. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, Ain't so no. that's the, I said that's my that's that's what I write. I write sophista ratchet drama, and if you like a little chaos and and some maturity and some class and some a uh, whole bunch of bullshit with your read, I'm your girl. Like you you either love me or you hate me, but usually there is a good underlying you know aha moment line 
that you really need to get into. And most of my books are designed to, to spark conversation, good or bad. Yes. Spark some conversation. Um, cause there's a, there's a, there's a theme in there. And I think once you get to the heart of all the drama and fuckery mm -hmm. that happens in my books, you'll be like, you know what? We really need to talk about this. And that's, that's me. I, that's what I like. That's what I write. I like that. I like that. That, that kind of describes me. Don't let these nails fool you. I'm, I'm ratchet as hell. That part, people, <laughs> people, like, it's so funny because when I meet other authors, they be like, you know, we listen to your lies, we follow you, and they be like, and you, you got a potty mouth. And I be like, oh yeah, don't, don't let that professional piece fool you. Your girl is street. And, and that's something that, like, I, I love that about me because I can, I can switch it on at the drop of a head. I worked in corporate America long enough to know, you know, mm -hmm. when to be, switch. yeah, when to be on point and when I can let my hair down. And I feel like with my writing family, this community, I don't have to have any pretenses. What you see is what you get. Exactly. So if I come out my mouth wrong, you know, if I offend anybody, I, I wish I could say I apologize, but this is just me. Like I said, I grew up with brothers. So I, I'm a little rough around them edges. And my husband will be the first person to be like, do not let her fool y'all. She is a she is a hot mess. And I have to he like my sons will remind me, like, mom, you you can't you just can't say that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I did. And it is what it is. What you gonna do? So Okay. So okay, today's drink of choice is gentleman's jack. Okay. This was the drink of choice for today. So, okay, let's talk about these books, though. Okay. We're going to start off with Dom. Okay. I love that story so much, even though I hated that story so much because of his ass and his wife. I love the female lead, but it was just at the same time, I was like, you, you motherfucker, especially that wife. That wife was something else. She said, you gonna keep me happy by keeping this marriage. Keep your hoes out of our business. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, you know what? I, Lord, and, and my husband in the background doing the narration <laughs> of the book. I'm like, shut up, shut up. Stop distracting me. Um, <laughs> um, I know. I know white women like that. Oh, wow. I I had the I had the pleasure of living amongst mm -hmm. them in really small rural communities. And to see their interactions with their husbands, or like in my in my old profession, I was a business banker. Mm -hmm. Um, which is how this story came about. And um I got to see firsthand how the other side lives and by the other side i'm talking about our multi-millionaires mm. and it was so eye-opening because i would be like your wife doesn't mind like like help me understand and they would be so forthcoming with information that i was just like hmm. like so you because what you can't do is take me out to a luncheon right invite me out to a business luncheon I've already met your wife and you've just introduced me to your girlfriend. You, you can't do that with me. 
but I've been placed in those situations. And then, you know, I would literally say, like, um, like, don't do this to me ever again. Because this is, I, I'm supposed to keep it professional right now. I want to cut you out. Um, and he would go, oh, no. My wife knows all about her. And then I get around the wife and she'd be like, I heard that you had lunch with a certain someone. And I would be like, you're fucking crazy. Like, this is some bullshit. Because where this work at? Like, like help me. Where y'all do this at? And, and I would go, money makes people comfortable doing uncomfortable things. And that was, that was the whole premise of the wife. How she could be a bitch and stand 10 toes down on, you do what you need to do, but you're going to give me this lifestyle. And I felt like that was the, that's the privilege of the white woman. Like, yeah, damn it, shit. I need to become a multi-millionaire so I can have Michael B. Jordan and have Winston Duke. I mean, dancing. Can I, can I get in? Can I get in? Well, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, I, the situations and... I used to tell my colleagues, I would be like, I'm gonna write this story one day. I'm gonna write this story. And they'd be like, girl. And and I was just like, it's it's too, it's too unique and too like it's it's almost unbelievable. But it made for a great storyline in the dark. It did, it did. And I love how even though this was an interracial relationship and she I really don't see her as the mistress. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't see her as the mistress. I see her as the the woman. Just re- like, but at the same time, she was the mistress. But you know, it was so complicated that it was just like I really see her as the mistress. And that ending, that oh ending, it gets it gets better in book two. Which is coming, and I'm gonna make sure that you have the very first preview oh, of the God, book. Please, um, please. What we had decided, because as I told you, I was talking to my husband, and he was like, "You're sitting on the banker," because book two is called the banker, mm. and it's all about April. So for those of you who are who are joining, like the Dom is a three part series. It's a it's a sultry BDSM. Um, that's drama filled book. The and first book is awesome, y'all. It is fucking awesome. And it's gonna take you through it. Like I I love a good sex scene. And I was like, well, let's talk about let's let's go there. Let's can we and so again, having grown up around males mm. and being in the profession and surrounded by white powerful men, mm-hmm. um, I got to see, you know, how they operate. Mm. And especially how they look at black women. And mm. again, my experience, um, I, I, I was able to like craft a, a really like sophisticated, devious male yeah. subject. Yeah. And I think we see some of that come out in the way he talks about April's blackness and his yeah. fascination with her. And I think in book two, like when we focus on April, like she's knee deep in BDSM. And I, I thought I went real raw in book one. Book two, she's she's taking clients. 
And oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She's taking clients in the things that they allow her to do to them. As a power. Are, are we going to get into that whole like fandom and uh, the whole uh, how white sometimes white men want to be so dominated by black women type deal in this in yes. the next book? Oh yes, listen. So I took <laughs> there was a there was a there was a review on the book and it was by a white man because he reached out to me and he said mm. I am I am I am heavily in the culture. And he said, I think you could have pushed yourself a little bit more. Wow. He said, I gave you three and a half stars because I really wanted to, like, I really wanted to feel it. And he said, I watched your book trailer uh -huh. and I was so fascinated that I said, I, I want to read this. He's like, because usually I don't read like that. He's like, because I live it. And he said, you need to push yourself. So I said, challenge accepted. I said, oh. he's like, I can tell you did some homework, but I want you to do more. So with book two, I did more homework. Mm -hmm. I took it there. And even as I reread it now, I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, if your grandmother reads this book, all the clutching of the pearls. Like, oh I have to sit down on the porch and explain to the aunties and the ancestors <laughs> Not the ancestors. Like, why? Why my mind works like this? And um, I was I, I I was challenged, and I said challenge accepted. One, because he was a white male. He actually read the book. He lives the the life. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm gonna push the envelope. What What am I scared of? In book two, we went there. I I told oh, him wow. there. And the best thing about it, like like I said, we me and my husband were talking about the books and why I'm sitting on the book. And I'm into this thing now where I really want my books to come out with the audiobook because mm. I want to make sure I cover all bases. Oh, yeah, I'm about to get so I got some questions for you about that. I, I allowed him to hear this female that I was considering for another role. And mm. he was like, She's April. And I said, you think so? He said, switch the female voices. Give that other one to this book and give give her, to, you know, her voice to April. And I reached out to the narrator and she responded. So we're gonna get that rolling because I think this fall, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw everything out this fall. I like I said, oh, I've been sitting on five books. They're all coming out. They're all coming out starting uh August. I, and I think I'm going to do just a release pretty much every month mm. and just say, here, guys, have at it. We're done. Like, and and then talk about me. Like, let her hate me because that's if it's the ratchet is ratcheting. I love, I love when authors push the envelope. Not too much because there are certain yeah. books that I'm just like, Jesus. But <laughs> um, I love when an author push the envelope, especially when it comes to BDSM um interracial relationships hell even in um just regular you know african-american romance i love the envelope push because the dynamic of bdsm in the culture that we the black culture is so taboo it's so taboo that we don't get to get those books because mm -hmm. people are scared to push the envelope because they don't want to offend someone else so and <laughs> 
I think being part, being a creative, one of the things that you really have to be comfortable with mm -hmm. is being uncomfortable. Exactly. Because everything that you write is not for everyone, and you have exactly. to be okay with that. Exactly. Um, there's going to be some misses, and there's going to be some hits. Mm -hmm. But once you you put it out there, exactly. it, it, it's a it's a piece of you that you can't take back. You have to be okay with what you've written, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and and pushing the envelope. I think it allows us to grow creatively. Like, why, why would I want to hinder my growth? Why wouldn't I want to take it there? Because and I, I think for me in my personal life, I do take it there. Mm -hmm. I am I am very daring. I am very demanding. I feel like I'm powerful and in control in most mm -hmm. situations. So why wouldn't I have a character who's comfortable living that lifestyle, being in her truth? And I think I, I like writing women who embody that that empowerment you know even, if, even if they use it in the wrong way and that was my next question they're okay you you with april you gave her this personality of i am a boss bitch i don't need a man a man is just something extra to the boss bitchness that i am mm -hmm. and i like the fact that you wrote that and especially when dealing with interracial relationships there is a line that sometimes people has to, you got to balance that so it doesn't come off. She's too of a damsel in distress or she's too, too just, oh, I'm just an angry black female. There is the balance, but also a way where she's like, listen here, I'm still black. Right. <laughs> you know? no, so I'm going to tell you I, in this part of Michigan, when we, when we moved from New York to Michigan, I mm -hmm. live on the West side of Michigan. So I'm closer to Lake Michigan. There are so many interracial couples here. Mm. So when we first moved here, we moved to an all white town, like mm -hmm. country town, where mm. someone said to me, like, we were the first all black family to move into this. Oh, wow. This, this town years. And I was like, I don't know how long you're going to keep me here, sir. I don't know how long. Like I told my husband, I don't know how long, how long we're going to make it here. Because I'm, I'm blackity black. Um, right. And then we moved closer to one of the cities. And in doing that, I was like, God damn, there's a lot of interracial, you know, couples here. And not your traditional black white. I see, I see black women with Asian men. Mm -hmm. I see us with uh, uh, Middle Easterners. Mm -hmm. I see us like with Colombians and mm -hmm. like, and, and I, I was just like, oh my goodness, because when I watch these women walk, they walk through the grocery store, you know, they be out dining. They look like some of the most powerful bitches out there. And you see the pride in them about themselves. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm not paying attention to the men. Right. I feel like you already got the prize. Listen, right. did you see how she walked through them doors? Right. Did you see the way he was looking and like puppy eye drooling after that woman? I've seen that. So for me to write a character any less than that would be doing a disservice to what I think we bring to any relationship. And the fact that it's an interracial relationship, I really had to make her be strong. And see, 
And I can appreciate that due to the fact that I have children that are biracial. Okay. My daughter and son are black and Cuban. Okay. So to, so to see that is just very uplifting. I love black romance, but I also love interracial romance. And I love a powerful black woman in those relationships. I love when you write a woman owning it. Owning it. No, I swear, <laughs> no man, no I, woman. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, if, one, I didn't think it was in me to be the Danzali type. Mm. She had already carved out her career. She exactly. was doing just fine before he, you know, they, they had their little encounter. Um, she made it perfectly clear to him, you know, mm -hmm. throughout the book. Listen. This is by my choice that I'm doing this with you. Like, I appreciate the things that you're doing, but at one point she said, are you willing to give up your, your whiteness, your comfortability to be with me? And he couldn't, he couldn't rightly answer that for her. Exactly. There was too much at stake. And I don't think I could write a character that could not have that conversation with mm. someone of a different race. Like I've been, I've been in situations where I've had to have uncomfortable conversations with very powerful white men. And I, I needed to make sure I was heard. And I wanted this character to, to be able to have the same opportunity. Like I had lived through certain situations where I was just like, you know what? What we're not gonna do is shy away from that. So, so let, let's, let's talk about this book. The dark side of life. How did you come up with this beautiful trans woman, Tommy? Um, so I'm grabbing the book because I, I want people to see something. I could not figure out a cover that would do this book justice. And I went back and forth with like three different graphic designers and they weren't embodying Tony. So I yeah. just went plain. And I think in going plain, like, I kind of like, people slept on this book. Yeah. And you need not to, you need not to. And every time someone reads it or listens to the audio book, cause the audio book is selling like crazy. Like you send me, you send me the calls to that audio book. I am not an audiobook person, but girl, it elevated the whole experience of this book. I read the book and listened to the audio, and I was just, it was like, and I said this on threads if a book can have it playing in my head like a motion picture, that's the book, I, that's a good ass book. And this book had, I was in it just zoning out. And it was just playing in my head. And I'm just sitting here like, damn, damn. Where, where did you come? Okay, first, how did Tony come about? Um, so people, people think I'm weird when I say this. And I've heard other authors say this. Um, I have characters speak to me. <laughs> so I literally, I was in a grocery store mm. and I saw something and I was just like, huh. 
and I don't I don't recall what it was that I saw. I remember cocking my head to the side and I was like, hmm. And the voice behind that, she was like, baby, pick your head up. You you know what you saw. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, like, so here I am picking up the tomatoes. And I was like, keep talking. Who is this? And she was she this Tony, baby, your new best friend. And she was like, boy, do I have a story to tell you? And I was like, well, you're gonna have to hold that thought because I ain't got no pen and paper on me right now. Let me get let me get out the store. It was taco night. Let me get the stuff I need for tacos. Let me get in the car. I'm gonna go home. You keep talking. And Tony Wright came to me. And when she was like, she was like, now you know, I didn't always used to look like this. And I said, well, what you look like? <laughs> she told me the back story. And I was like, so the first thing I did with the story, because I was like, I cannot write this story because I don't live in the community. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could do your story justice. Um, thankfully, I have um, my, one of my favorite cousins and his husband. Um, his husband is uh, the father of one of the houses out in New York that they do the ballroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They live the lifestyle. And I immediately reached out to them and I said, hey, I got a question. It, you know, not I'm not coming to you as a cousin. I'm coming to you as an author. Can, is it acceptable if I write this? Mm. And I said, what are the do's and don'ts? Like, how far do I push the envelope? Where should I start the story? Because not every, every person who lives in that community has, you know, such a dark story. Like, do I tell it all? Do, where do I start? And they just said, be, be authentic with it. Like, don't go overboard. Don't tell enough to be, for people to be intrigued. Mm. Um, show us some respect. Um, we are not all like we're we're not all one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But can you give us some medium medium ground or middle mm -hmm. ground where you could draw the reader in and they could show us they could that you could show the human side of us? Can you That's do that? And I was like, I think so. And I think I was able to do that with Tony and Pooch. That was girl i don't even know the words i have a trans daughter okay so it 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 hit home for me girl don't make me come on here and cry no i'm too hard i'm too hard for that no I'm, just... I, I'm emotionally constipated so you know <laughs> Me and emotions don't get along, but but I really appreciated you humanizing transgender women, their struggles, humanizing uh, the LGBTQIA community. Um, it was very, it was it was touching, even though it was suspenseful and it had a twist and turns and no sex scenes. Lord, I'm mercy, but. <laughs> but it it was everything it was everything and the way you incorporated the grandmother and how she played such a pivotal role and in the black community when it comes to a lot of times when it comes to kids coming out or uh in the closet 
it's the the grandmothers and the grandfathers like come here baby i got you be your authentic self if the parents ain't got them the grandparents are there and mm -hmm. i i was so this book was the truth i'm sorry i just i like a lot of books but this one was so much hitting home that i was just like so i just want to say thank you mm -hmm. I, i'm 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 letting your words like <laughs> marinate because i literally just made a post that a guy dipped into my dm and said because i was like oh i have a message waiting a, a message request on ig and i was like what is like, please don't be a sex person <laughs> asking me to join because <laughs> where i'm at porn is free um, <laughs> so i i was like and i read it and i cried and I, my husband came in and he was like what are you, what what's what, why are you crying i was like read this because um I, I i had no idea it was gonna make such an impact mm. on the community and the overwhelming support is i know like people will tell me i know tony i knew a tony mm -hmm. before you know before acceptance of the community was there or you know this is my like you said this is my child mm -hmm. like i saw my child in this character or um for it for it to be the subject topic that it is and for 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 heterosexual men to enjoy the book even with the sex scenes like for them not to shy away from reading this book and i i remember being at a book expo i sold out of that book and i'm most because people men would say you don't have a book for me mm. like this all look real fluffy and I was like, well, what do you like to read? You know, I said, I, I guarantee you I have books for you. And they would leave with the dark side of light. And for them to now follow me, and it was like, you know what? I'm a believer because you got me to read this book from front to, to, the, to the back cover. And I never looked at that community that way. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know how to support them. It's about you, understanding. Yes. You... you this book kind of is a way of saying, this is what it is in a breakdown of what it is. And so therefore, stop being angry at them. Stop against them. Stop hating them. But this is this is their life. This is what they go through. And I just want to say the part about Tony being in jail and being in a man's a male's prison is such a big thing in this world i don't care if it's america or whatever them putting uh trans women and trans men not in the the places that they need to be in because of the, where they the, identify with these standards these double standards they have and these, these prejudices and this 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 uh misogyny i it it baffled me like in doing the research because i was like so you mean to tell me if i identify one way but i haven't completely made the transition whether or not that was my goal or not i can't be among people that i identify with yeah and that scared me for her but knowing again i'm, I'm a firm believer in strong female character and she was gonna do what she needed so to do to survive 
you made her so strong. Even through the struggle, she still had strength. Yes. She still had hope. She still had faith. And that in itself is so many, the suicide rate is so high amongst transgender people mm-hmm. that, you know, just reading this book, it is one of those books that just, I hope someone who's transgender reads this book so I... that they can, they, it's hope, it's people out here that understand you. I had no idea when I wrote that, that like it would have that much impact on me. Um, because I'm a firm believer, you love who you want to love. Exactly. Like, what you do don't pay my bills it don't feed me it it don't do do you um love who you're gonna love but more importantly love yourself and i i needed tony to come to a place where she fully loved herself and the fact that it happened in jail under the most unlikely situations with all the back drama and the drama that was happening in jail she still came out victorious and and she came out with a a, a newfound sense of self so was that the overall theme of the book like finding oneself uh the found family uh just loving who you are, even if nobody else wants to love you, you love yourself. Is that, was that so, a thing? So let me tell you, cause I, let me get comfortable here. <laughs> I, I did, I, I started out just wanting to write this story cause the character started speaking to me. Mm-hmm. By the time I finished, um, I, I now, I've, I've lived this way for a while too. I know that family is not always blood related. Yeah. yeah. And I am at a stage in my life where like I can love you from a distance Mm. as a family member and and be okay with not talking to you ever again. Mm -hmm. Like because the way I live my life and you live your life, they don't mesh. you tend to look down on mm. the world but not looking right. at yourself and trying to figure out what's wrong with you, right? Right. I've learned to love people from afar. Mm-hmm. Family, I'm at the age where I choose who's going to be in my family. Right. So if I call you sis, if I mm. say sis and I come to you, you my sister, you my cousin, you my auntie, you somehow related to me because I'm out. I love how what you represent. And in this book, Tony went in having no family. It was her against the world. Yes, Lord. She came out with family. Yeah. She came out with a sense of self. So all these things, for anybody who reads it, and hey, everybody who's joining, um, she came out, well, all the things her grandmother would say to her, all the little tidbits. Mm. her the the flashbacks that she was having yeah her grandmother was always trying to get her to understand her beauty mm. and when she said not everybody gonna understand you baby yeah i felt that yeah yeah i i was like i remember having a conversation when my my grandmother saying to me you're so talented not everybody is going to appreciate that that is true but 
it's up to you to do what you need to do with that. So whatever you do, I got your back. Tony had that. She she didn't understand it at the time, but those those reflections she was having, because you in prison, what else, you, you got time. You got time right. to think about everything. Right. She was able to figure out, because my husband was like, what the hell does the dark side of light mean? And I said, there's a little darkness in all of us. There's a little yeah. light in us. Yeah. What we choose to project is up to us. And Tony was beautiful on the outside. My God, like she, she was the baddest bitch out there. And she was pulling men, right? Oh, yeah. okay, she was pulling you men. Yeah. She was beautiful on the outside, but she was filled with so much darkness because of all the drama, um, the trauma that happened to her in her life. She couldn't allow her life to shine. Mm. It took her to hit bottom of prison really wasn't rock bottom enough for, for could you hold up could you hold up the uh mm -hmm. book again she says what's the name of this book it's called the dark side of light the dark side of light if you um we'll pin it but you can go to my page there's a link it takes you to uh the book it's on audio ebook um and everything and, and soon my tiktok shop will be out uh up and posted so you just click the link and purchase but I'm getting that book. I'm, I'm getting that book because when I say it was so different from the Dom, the proposal series, it was so different. But it was one of those books, and I'm gonna tell you right now. You know that book is gonna be in my uh, top books of 2023. Oh, you know that it is. It, it really is because it was one of those books. I couldn't even do a review for it because I was so flabbergasted and it had me so much in my feelings that I knew I was going to wind up crying on the freaking review. So I said, nope. And ain't I was nobody, waiting. I was waiting. I was like, ain't nobody about to see my gangster tested. Nope. nope. Yes. Okay. So yes. Wait a minute. Because she said, I heard you say something about jail. And <laughs> I was just scrolling through. No. Um, The book is called The Dark Side of Light and it is about it's about a transgender woman who ends up in jail and it's not a female jail it's an all-male prison because in the state of new york it's based on what 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 you're born not who you identify with especially if you haven't fully transitioned mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful story listen mm -hmm. it's full of fuckery i got it your is. sex scenes fuckery there's, there's some drama and trauma so be warned for those who, who are trigger sensitive, but it's such an amazing story of growth, um, loving yourself, um, finding your family um, in the most unique places. Because one of the relationships people, people kept asking me about, yes, it's ready. It's out there. Um, uh, the was big aunt's relationship with Tony. And being able to see a heterosexual man have a friendship with a transgender woman and not have any like like hesitancy about yeah. what other people think about him and you know is he really this or that like normalizing relationships amongst people. Let's just drop like the woman, the man, the the trans, the this like she's a human 
that that was another thing that was another thing you showing that being a heterosexual male does not take away from your masculinity by being friends with someone that is in the community of the lgbtqia that part was very powerful listen listen she ain't want him and, and they, listen and they don't want you either <laughs> I, I just, I think we missed the concept of we are human. Yeah. So can we just treat each other like humans? Like, this can is... we be kind? Can we be loving? Can we not just look at labels? This like... is such a damn good book. I, I, I mean, regardless, it's suspenseful. It's emotional. It's, um, it's real. It's raw. A lot of stuff people can relate to it mm -hmm. and those who can't relate to it can learn some shit um that part it is literally getting more attention because it's so good i don't care if you're straight uh if you're in the community or what it is literally a book that people should pay attention to especially with all the bullshit that's going on right now dealing with transgender community because of people who ain't comfortable in their own sexuality. And, and I think that's what it is, is that people are not comfortable in their own sexuality. And, and I'm not going to get into the, the why. Right. You know, just that um, I, I just think it's, it's, it's asinine for one group mm. to be able to live their life freely mm. while others have to live with caution. And I, I just feel like when when a lot of times when authors write books, it's not about just the book base. It's not always about you know uh, how much sex is in the book. Don't don't get me wrong, because uh, you I know love I love that. me a I love a good smutty book. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes there are books that the story has to be told because it's so realistic that it hits home for somebody. That character is talking to that author because somebody needed to hear it. Somebody needed to read that book or hear the audio book because whatever was going on in their life, they needed to hear that. So I'm going to tell you, my husband um, narrated the book. I had listened to, I listened to, because um, I'm married to a, a narrator, and I listened to um, 30, 30 or 38 auditions for this book none of them could carry the, the female a feminine male voice mm. let alone you know two of them throughout the book and i said well this book just audio the shame because it's such a great book yeah. and he had never read the book because of the subject matter mm. he was like i don't, I don't want to read that one i was like oh you're missing out i was like then it sucks to be you like <laughs> like fine don't read the book <laughs> Everybody who had read it was like, this is a great book. Is it coming on audio? I said, I can't find anyone. So he had just finished up a project and I was frustrated. And he sensed that and he was like, hey, so let me try. And I was like, but you haven't even read the book. And he was like, maybe it's a good thing I haven't read the book because this will be the first time. So I'm seeing it with fresh eyes and I can really voice the characters. He finished that book and he was like, 
I'm a Miss Tony and Pooch. This by far was probably my best work to date. He was like, I loved the fuck out of this book. He yeah. was like, you did that. And I was like, and you didn't even want to read it. He was like, I loved everything about this book. And I would laugh when he would have to do the sex scenes. Because, uh. like, <laughs> did you hear what I was like? <laughs> Oh my God, the worst. And I was like, but you did that. You voiced the most difficult characters and you gave them life. Shit was terrible. I, I, I feel like anybody that gets the audiobook needs to get the physical book or the ebook because when you read along, as the narrator is going, you are, look, in my candle like this because i'm like damn this was a good damn good book this was a damn if any book if this was a uh you know how you know that song by uh summer walker where j cole was talking about this mm -hmm. is a letter to summer walker yes this was your letter to the transgender community this was your letter to the transgender community because it was so fucking good. So I, it was, and it's hard for me to find books because I like reading like sapphic books and LGBTQIA books, but it's hard for me to find books that are more so people of color. I don't mind reading outside of people of color, right. but I love when you give me people of color sapphic books people of color, uh, LGBTQ, transgender, all that. I love that. And it's hard to find it because people don't want to go there. Listen, I was picking tomatoes out. Tony started talking. Once I got the green light, I said, I'm going to write this story. I'm going to pray that I do it justice. Mm. I like, I, I want it. I, I want to humanize her. Because in her telling me, the character speaking to me, I was just like, we could be best friends. Man, talk to like, I would love, <laughs> I would love to hang out with you and Pooch. I felt like I knew Big Ant. I, I felt like I knew Vic in the library. Mm. I felt like, like I could have, we could have been friends in real right. life. And how do I get other people to see that? in the setting that it's in because it all happens in prison people like how do i how do i make this seem real like because you know there's a lot of things that we read and write that we know are fantasy right that we say this shit can't happen i wanted you to feel like this was a real story that, that and, was, it was and this is the truth so I'm happy that you read it. I am going to tell you, I'm still waiting for that review because I knew that you enjoyed it. And I was like, is she going to review it? Because I feel like people would listen to you and other people were like, it's such a good book. It and I'm is. Like, oh my God. Review, review that shit. Review that shit because the power that you have and it's, it's such a unique story. Like, I don't want to write cookie cutter shit. I will never do that. I write sophister ratchet, meaning based on my experiences, I'm going to give it to you. Like, it will never be one genre or the other. 
I go in between genres and I give you something unique and different. Okay, and I'll tell this you was what. different. This after was we, different. After we finish the podcast interview and stuff, because I'm, I'm going to do my reviews after we finish. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do the review for this book. It might take me a couple of takes because literally when I, when I say there were parts in there, I had tears in my eyes. Now, those books that make me cry, I don't usually do reviews for because you know what? I cannot not cry because it's, it's just this book touched me, even if my daughter wasn't a transgender female. Mm-hmm. I literally would have still felt the same way because I have people in my life that are in the community that are friends that I consider that yeah. are not blood but I consider brothers and sisters. Yes. And so when I see books like this, and this is why I say I like reading people mm-hmm. who are not of color, but I also love reading people who are of color because I can relate so much as that heterosexual friend. Well, I can't say I'm heterosexual, I'm bisexual, but whatever. But I can relate to it. And right. so it, it just, it makes me feel a certain type of way. I, I, this was one of my favorite books that I've written, um, because of the 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 conversation that it's starting. Mm. Um, people, because I see it. Are you team Tony? Tell me if you're team Tony, because in order to say that, you have to respect the lifestyle that she lives. Mm-hmm. You have to respect her as a human. Right. And if I could get you to say hashtag team Tony, I knew that I had reached you. I'd reach, I've, I've either given you something to think about, um, humanized someone that you normally wouldn't give two cents of, about, mm-hmm. um, somebody that you would have prejudged just because of, um, who they identify with, you would right. have disrespected the community some way or the other. Mm. If I got you to say Teen Tony, I knew that I had done something good. And like I said, everybody is saying like, oh my God, like girl, like in the inbox. And I was like, if it's y'all good. don't start reviewing this book, don't dip in my inbox. Unless you review the book somewhere, I'm, I'm going to review it's it. Such a powerful read. I'm I'm gonna review it after we get off here. I I just man, it's such a damn good book. Um, <laughs> and 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 this the funny thing is that I've been a fan of the community before I knew there was a community. Mm. I I grew up in the theater. I that's that's what my degree is in. I I've, I've been uh in theater since what i was five years old or four years old i i i used to be a child actress like all that good stuff i've been around the community before i knew there was a community and been a fan of individuals that i didn't understand their lifestyle but i loved them and as i grew up to understand you know, the LGBTQ plus community, what that all meant. I was just like, okay. And then to find out other people don't see it that way. I was just like, hmm. Because I already know I struggle as a black person. You don't see me, you know, certain ways. 
but now we just we just all over the place okay i get it i get it this story humanized a piece of the community that i think most people would overlook and again because the book cover looks like this yeah I'll get people this pass it by Put that most book people pass it by and i thought back. about rebranding it and and again i was like you know what i want you to just pick up this fucking book and read it and be surprised there is no imagery that i could put for tony i could put really prison, isn't i could put oh. prison bars on there but you you will shy away from it even more because it's a prison story tony's whole personality is so loud and big and sweet but at the same time false yes it's so many in prison it, it, it right in prison around men around, around men. men around men this is a whole woman around me in prison but she is a boss and she took her circumstances and she came out better listen when i hurt my husband like when he gave me the very first chapter to listen to of him narrating i cried he was like what's wrong i was like because this is how did you do that like i had 38 other narrators who couldn't do it and the one person that i didn't ask i wasn't gonna ask because you didn't he didn't want to read the book did the damn thing when when i tell you he gave life to this this story it's an experience if you're listening to the audiobook um i think he 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 really brings it home and gives them value not that they didn't have anything but you now see it it's it's not like i i can't make this up if you were to ask me right now i swear tony and pooch is somewhere in california driving down the highway with a, a drop top convertible with the scarves on creating mischief like that's just how i feel about them. they're real to me now and it's because of the storyline it's because i held true to who i am as an author i was gonna give you the ratchetness i was gonna give you the sex i was gonna give you all of that the drama but I was going to create something that I think readers would enjoy. You'd want to talk about. It's sparking conversation. It's touching mm. you. Um, it's doing everything that I I want my books to do with your five senses. Yeah. That that's you know that's the piece of it. Like I want you to feel it. I want you to hear it and see it and and feel connected emotionally to it. And this is just one of those books to me that does it for you. It it really is, and it's just. The characters are, you know how sometimes you read a book and after you read it, you forget about the characters. You forget about the story. Mm -hmm. This is one of those books where you can't forget about the story. You can't forget about the characters because you're still thinking about this story after you don't read it. You're still thinking about, you know, this story. So it's, it's just, it's one of those books that are, that isn't forgettable. It's one of those books where you learn a lesson. Even when you wasn't trying to read the book for a lesson, you still get a lesson out of it. I think you learn so much about yourself from this book. And the fact that to me, in my opinion, 
that it was more about finding self-love for oneself mm -hmm. um, and being happy with who you are and building on who you are and living loud and proud. Whether yes. you are in the community or you are heterosexual, it is just about finding your self-worth. That's what I got from the book. I, I like to think that we all have earned the right to be our authentic selves. Mm. And the minute you stop living for other people, for the acceptance of other people, yeah, I think the happier you become. Yeah. And some of us sadly never get never get grasp that concept. But for those of us who do, it is the most fulfilling and rewarding place to be in life. And I and, and literally, it's not giving a fuck, not a one not a two you you just don't and to be able to live in that space is a beautiful thing yeah you owe no one anything but yourself exactly. you understand that your worth and your happiness resides within and once you allow that to shine people can't deny that they can hate on it but they can't deny it they can accept it but what they won't do is is not allow you to continue to be and that's the space that I want everybody to be in. And I always say, if you got haters, that means you're doing something right. Listen, if they ain't talking about you, <laughs> they ain't talking about you. <laughs> if you got haters, you're doing something right. If people are doing stuff to, you know, undermine you, you're doing something right. I, listen, I, <laughs> when I got my first group of haters, I was like, oh, Babe, I made Not it. The all. <laughs> I was like, oh, I made it. I was like, you mean to tell me there's people out here that don't like me? For what? Oh, like, and I was just like, hmm. Oh, that's so sad. Cause that I feel like you're missing out. But you keep going on. Like you keep going on. I'm okay with that. And I appreciate you saying that not everyone will take you the way, you know, another person will. Like, <laughs> you're not for everyone. So that is one thing that I just appreciate. I am just, I, I just so love. In my nine, my old nine to five, mm -hmm. in my leadership role, I, I would tell people like, first of all, I, I don't, I don't, I don't give two fucks if you like me. I really don't. We are here for one job only. I am here to help you make money. That's number one. We, so money is the goal. That's the first goal. Second, I'm going to always be fair. Mm. So you can never say that I did not do anything for you. Because remember, I'm going to make sure that we all win. And I'm going to be fair about it. Like, so I've tried to stay consistent with that. And even as an author, I'm, I'm consistently sharing content that I think that we all benefit from. Because I want all of us to make some money. And that's another question I have for you. And then second... Uh, I'm gonna be fair about it. Like I love, I love all, all my family in the community. I'm gonna mm. be fair about it. Do I have favorites? Yes. You probably never know because I'm gonna treat each of you with fairness and kindness mm. because that's what I want you to do for me. And, and if because of that, you don't like me, that's okay. Cause I, again, I'm not for everyone and neither are my books. But let me just tell you, I can win you over slowly. At some point, at some point, you'll be like, I can't stand that bitch AA. <laughs> you will. You will. And I'm okay with that. So 
you always put out these book conventions, urban book conventions. Why is it important to put out the urban book conventions? And why is it important that you think that people should know about it? Um, okay, so I can't stand an I don't know as person. I can't, I can't. Because why don't you know? Because Google is free. That That's my first thing. That's my first thought. But sometimes I know that, especially now, um, knowledge is power. Mm. The more we know, the more we can grow. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I've, I've always felt like, okay, if I won the Mega Millions last night, right? If I mm. won the Mega Millions and I kept it all to myself, and I say, hey guys, I want y'all to take a week, uh, a month off on vacation and come hang out with me. How many of y'all could do that? Nobody. I don't want to be the only person at the top with fucking money and power. Because mm. that's a lonely place to be. I want all of y'all right there with me. So we can we can join in the festivities. We can celebrate. We can have fun. We can do all that shit together. That's the community that I want to belong to. And when I started this journey as an author, there were some, my experience wasn't always fun. There was, there was a lot of gatekeeping. You know, I was asking the wrong people and, and, and they were telling me mis, misguided information. So I made a promise to myself, you know, if I survive in this community, I'm gonna make sure every, everybody knows. I don't know mm. how I'm gonna do that, but I'm just gonna share, share, share. And hopefully become, somebody said I was the literary plug. And I laughed and I said, I'm okay with that. Because what you won't do is say you didn't know because I didn't mm. share content and somebody else reshared it. And I think it's becoming contagious because I'm seeing a lot of other people sharing content. I want to see you at book events. Because mm. this is what I do know. With all the changes that happen on the KDP uh, website for authors, that can't be the only source of income for us. Right. Like we've already trained readers to utilize, you know, that platform for us. But if they're not paying you what you think you worth, then go out there and let's let's get to where the readers really are. Go to the book expos and conventions. Um, create your websites. Um, how about make sure you utilize the social media platforms? Like I said, mm -hmm. my TikTok shop will be back up shortly. Like utilize those extra streams of income to support your creativity you are worth it hell mm. I, will, I will gladly take the fifteen hundred dollar check from amazon but i'm gonna also take that two thousand dollar check from TikTok. like we or or id we gotta make it work for ourselves and i feel like by sharing information and content that helps us grow like it puts us in a place all of us in a place to win the readers win, you win, like we're, we're, we're showing respect to each other in a positive way. Like it, there's, there's no shame in me even sharing other authors content. Hell, the people yeah. who read my books might like your books. It's enough readers out here for all of us to win. Like, so I'm, I'm good for that. I will never limit the access to information to anyone. Mm. If I know it, you can know it. 
If it worked for you, great. If it don't, we move on to something else. But knowledge is power. And in 2023, moving forward, the object for all of us should be to, to elevate our brand. Exactly. And how do we do that? By finding out what the fuck we should be doing. So we share information, people. The, we just keep sharing until we all we all get there. The literary, especially romance, is a billion dollar industry. So there is money for everyone, not just traditional publishing, but there's a niche for everyone regardless because social media is so vast and you could touch so many people in so many different countries that, part. that you can make the money, you know, yeah. and I understand people have jobs, but when you do have time, get on here, do what you need to do. I keep telling people like you cannot get stagnant in this industry. Mm. You cannot afford not to be on TikTok, people. Like, cause I have authors who like I just do Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I barely get on Facebook. But you know what? I've realized. So when I do my lives, mm. I take it to Facebook first, and then I repost it to the other platforms because there's still a group of authors who would never see the content. And again, if I'm for sharing, mm. I gotta make sure like you you get it too. Right. And I make sure it starts there because I can get them involved. And slowly but surely, they start to see the importance of doing things differently. Like if you upset about that check coming, is not checking, like if the money ain't adding up, mm. then I need to show you how to do some things differently. And because I've always been programmed that way, stemming from my career in corporate america again i want to make i want you to make money because we all need to be fucking happy here and i need to be fair so the sharing of content is so that we all can continue to grow and make them coins that's that's it and the fact that we're all creatives doing this then why wouldn't i share and support you as well yeah darlene says i can show them better than i can tell them I sold out three times on TikTok shop. She had uh, Darlene, sweetie. That's why I'm interviewing you next week. I'm back. I'm about to be back in your your DM with them dates and times because I, you inspired me to get that TikTok shop. And I, what I did in three weeks on uh, on TikTok, I was just like, well, damn. Like this, this money to be had. We just leaving it on the table. That we not gonna do. Y'all need to jump on this. And see, the thing is, and a lot of authors, you know, I know like with my podcast, I take what I do from TikTok and put that shit on Apple and Spotify, put it on Instagram. And then I have people be in my emails like, hey, we're interested in working with you. Get your coins. Because there's money to be had every freaking where. I, 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 I am not, I'm a Capricorn. Um, money, leaving money on the table is not, is not something that I'm going to do ever. My husband will tell you real quick, fast in a hurry. He'll be like, she about that money. Um, Ticey, I'm, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Hit me in my DM. What, uh, let me know what type of book that you have. You're a disabled author. Let me know what type of book that you have so I can check it out. Yeah. Well, as a disabled author, yes. Um, there are some things you do need to know because it, it will affect your income um, and you don't want to mess up those payments from 
from Social Security. However, if you're able to get to one or two book uh, expos or fairs um, in your community, or if you're willing to travel, you certainly can make some extra money. Like it's money to be had. So I understand you have to kind of balance what can actually go on record, but we can make sure like, I, I know, I know some people. And I know also, some people that are just like you and, and they living okay too. And I also want to add a little shameless plug. Me, myself and Shannon, who are both in book influencers are putting together a book convention tour, small intimate that includes a chef, that includes alcohol from different local brands, okay, VIP now. packages, and meet and greets with the authors and signings and book readings. If you are interested, it's the busy boozy, it's the boozy book tour. It will be in Chicago. Charlotte, Denver, Houston, and Tulsa. Um, Tulsa is primarily for Black History Month, so that will be only Black authors. But it's 2024 and the beginning of 2025. So if you are interested, look at the pinned video on my page, and it has the website. So I'm going to tell you, I shared that because I was excited. I'm always excited when I see people venturing out and doing book expos in different parts of the country. Like we already know Chicago, Detroit, uh, Atlanta, Miami. Um, the West Coast now has a couple uh, that are popping up, the one that's going to be happening this month. Like I want to see some of the other places. Like you, you can, We have Black readers in all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I, I just feel like if we move around, one, we gain some readers. Two, we better networking because we, mm -hmm. we, you know, different people show up to different events. Like, why not support those those types of events? And what I just heard is that next year, starting in January, I'll be interviewing you. So we'll flip this because I want people who follow me to hear about the book expo and why they should be attending as a reader, as an author, um, so that we make sure we have the turnout and the support. Again, like we want to make some money, we want to gain some readers and some fans. We got to show up to these events. I mean, it's it's. I felt like we're so used to big events, we're not used to a small intimate. Mm hmm So, with I, you know what? I like small intimate. Yeah. I like I like big events. I do well at big events. I like small intimate events. One because I think. Um, the reader turnout allows everyone to walk away with some money, right? Because that ultimately that's what we want. And yeah. and what I hate seeing is that book big events, authors who don't sell. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of that is nerves. But again, like that's not what we do this for. You go to the book event, you invest a lot of money as an author. Mm. You want to sell. Yeah. Um, intimate events allow you to, I, I, I want to say, not be as nervous. Yeah. It allows you to be more personable with uh, the readers that approach you. You have a little bit more time. Yes. Um, and hopefully you can, you can, you can sell you, because as a, I'm a firm believer as an author your books can be pretty as hell 
But if you don't open up your mouth and say hi to somebody, then people go keep on walking by because usually they someone. Yeah. They, they're not looking for you, especially if you're a newer author. They don't know you. However, if you're willing to just let it go, be your authentic self, people will gravitate to that. You sell you. Mm -hmm. Just remember that. They don't have to buy a paper book. They don't have to buy an audio book. They don't have to come to these events. You sell you and your books follow. People will people will say, well, girl, you we like best friends. What you got on this table? I can sell you everything now. <laughs> so you 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 have to be comfortable with that. And I think the smaller groups allow you to be a little bit more intimate in those settings. Are you gonna be at the Chicago one? Yes. I will see you there. Because oh, I'm yay. from Chicago. So I, I was like, I am going. I will I be in Chicago going. in a couple weeks um, at Jessica Watkins Urban yeah. Book Expo. I will be there. Are you going to the gala? Uh-uh. Y'all not giving okay. me no black tie. No. Okay. I'm I'm doing the gala, y'all. You know your girl, your girl like to get dressed up. So <laughs> me and Mr. gonna be at the gala. Um I, I'm excited because this is this is different um for than what she's doing. It's a new venue. Um I love Jessica. Like <laughs> I, I just read, read her book. You can kiss my wounds. I just read her book. I, listen, listen, I was in her inbox for the property of a rich nigga. I, you got to read the book. Got to read the book. Listen, I told her like I was in love with them brothers, like like in love with them brothers. And she was like, could you could you like you just finished book one? I said, yes. And, and she was like, it just came out. I was like, I know. Listen, I, I wanted them readers. I was like, listen, like, is this going to be an audio book? Cause I need to hear <laughs> like where's it at? Um, then she book two came out a couple months later. Read that. Gate. Okay, I said five stars, girl. Listen here. Uh, I'm I'm a little upset about the way these men is turning out. What's gonna happen in book three? Can you give me can you give me heads up? I be that type of reader. Um, that's how I am of, with you. Listen, prop. Thank you. Property of a rich nigga. I told her, I'm 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 purchasing that set. Mm. And she was like, I said, so if I don't get up there, don't you put my shit away. I'm purchasing that set because like that belongs on my bookshelf. And she was like, but you already read it. I said, don't matter. I want my autographed copy. I want it on my bookshelf. That's how much of a fan I am of everybody in the industry. I got some, I Dar Miss Darlene, if you're still on here, baby girl, I got your book on my bookshelf. <laughs> That's how I feel about everybody in this industry is that we're all, we're, we're all so talented. Um, and again, like if I love your book and I can share it on my platform, I'm sure my readers would. So I'm just saying. I'm That's just a saying. bigger picture for me. Me doing the interviews with the authors is so that people can see indie authors. I do not, and I, there's nothing against traditional publishing, nothing at all. Right. But the the thing about it is when I first started this was, that's all I read was traditional publishing. Mm -hmm. So when COVID and everything hit, I got into indie authors. And it was just like, hey. I didn't know it was so many books out here that I could relate to. And then as time went on, I got into urban romance. 
and I was like, well, shit. What the fuck? And it just, and it just uh, snowballed from there. And it's just like, I need to talk to these authors because, like Dr. Arlene said about me, dissertations when I do my reviews because it's, it's literally, the books are so good, I have to break it down to you. I need you to understand why it's so good. But I love that you, um, Darlene does it too. A few other people do it. You paint the picture for us in, in a world where we scroll up like this. Because my husband will be like, how can you even tell what you want to watch? I said, because they'll start saying something and, and, and you got three seconds to captivate your audience. When you ladies and gentlemen start doing your reviews, that first couple of words that y'all say, I'd be like, oh, let me go back. What she say? <laughs> like, what, what they doing? Okay, let me add that real quick. Let, and, and then I'd be on Amazon filling up a cart. That is so powerful. Mm. Like, and, and I don't think that you understand what that does to us as authors. Like this whole interview, when you reached out and said, I want to interview, I was like, okay. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> to be a fangirl mm. my I have I have had the pleasure of being um in the company of entertainers some of our favorite R&B people some of our favorite rappers and I'd be like oh hey what's up and they'd be like hey what's up girl I see authors I'd be like baby there they go oh shit <laughs> that's how I'm gonna be with y'all that's how I'm gonna be with y'all I'm a fangirl I'm just as much a reader as I am. Between you and author. Casey Mills, I'm about to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm about to lose my... I am coming there to buy. <laughs> I am coming there. I don't know how much I'm going to buy, but I just know I'm coming there to buy. So, okay, okay. Since, since you come in, and anybody else, I'm going to put this out there. Like I said, I was going to release, start probably releasing these five books that I've been sitting on. Um, I'm starting with um giving my all to you i'm taking that to chicago with me i'll be releasing that there um it was supposed to come out a couple months ago i held on to it for other reasons um and you know like i said the sophista ratchet is ratcheting in this uh, book so you that'll be the first new read that you get from me like lord jesus my damn bank account about to be mad as hell. Lord. But I, you know what? I just, I love books. I just love books and I love reading them. You know, I told myself one day I'm going to have that house where I have that library that's filled with nothing but books. Not just classics, but those, mm -hmm. those indie books that I just have a whole library of. I, I count it. We have um, 10 bookshelves in the house, like bookcases in the house. They are all filled with mostly indie author books. And my husband's an avid reader and, and he's a narrator. So 
he's he's big on supporting the male authors um he will make sure at every event that he purchases from the males because he know i'm gonna get the females mm. um we have a very diverse group of books mm -hmm. um and and i love it no nobody can borrow shit from me um <laughs> And once it's autographed, it's mine. It, 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 it ain't the library. It's my library. It ain't your library. Um, but yes, yes, darling, he's on ACX. Um, we... So let me let me get you on the speed round. Okay. Okay. Uh oh. Favorite trope. Why? Um. Uh. Enemies to friends. Why? Um, cause I, I love a good, I hate you as man that I secretly love and, and want him to take me by the neck and fuck the shit out of me. That's why I like that. Dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think makeup sex is the best sex. So enemies to friends. Worst trope and why? Um, worst trope. Uh, I hate the millionaire tropes. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because I ain't never seen none of them motherfuckers in the hood. I ain't never seen none of them in the hood. I seen some thousandaires. Like, where y'all meeting these millionaires? Like, I had to move to middle America to meet the millionaires. <laughs> Let me tell you, they want to come to the hood. <laughs> so, Listen, no dick, because I read them shits. I read them shits. I love them. I can't stand, I can't stand a millionaire trope. I'd be like, what? I'd be like, bitch, where you meet him at? Let me find out. Uh, Damn. I'd be like, Jacksonville. The millionaire stole my heart in Jacksonville. I'm going to read this shit. I'm going to support. But you know, you know I'm side-eyeing you, right? Like, oh I can't stand God. a millionaire trope. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. Who is a book bay from your own books and why? Uh, I'm forever gonna be in love with with Q. Q is the the male seven sixties. Mm. Um, so and somebody, everybody always asks, is this my is this my true story about me and my husband? And and it's no, but Q embodies a lot of the characteristics that I love about my husband. Mm. Um. We've been married for 25 years. So I've known him pretty much my whole life. Like I'm I'm like half my life I've known this more than half my life I've been married to this man. Mm. And I've known him for longer, right? When I tell you when that man's still walking around, I still get butterflies. Aww. Like I can I can I can spot his walk. He has the most distinctive, hardest ass, don't fuck with me walk. Like, again, he, we're from New York. When, when, especially in this, in this community where we live at now, when people see him walk through the grocery store, they get the fuck out the way. Uh, a man that do that? I like that type of man. Like, and he, and he's street and intelligent and, and, and corporate and all that. And, and that character Q reminds me of him so that's why he would be my book babe okay who's a book babe from an author no uh an author that is not you and why um i have a lot of book babes from authors that are not me um but my fate like 
uh, I'm going to go back to the property of a rich nigga um, by Jessica Watkins. Um, the Disciple Brothers, there's three of them. Um, mm -hmm. It was John, Messiah, and oh Lord, I'm, I'm missing one. I can't think. But anyway, I fell in love with all of them men. Mind you, they could have been my sons. That like I was like, I don't think these 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 uh these men is over the age of twenty eight. I'm over here lusting. <laughs> my oldest son is thirty four. Listen, I was like, not not me trying to be a cougar. <laughs> and then then I had to ask my husband. I was like, you think I could pull? I could pull a youngin. Like if I dyed my gray again, can I pull a youngin? Girl, like, you don't even know where I was dye your gray. At this, these days, these motherfuckers want that. Oh, uh, listen, <laughs> I had to tell. I had to tell one dude. I was like, because he was like, "Hey, Miss Lady," <laughs> and I was like, like I turned around and I was like, I was like, "Hey, baby," and he was like, "How you doing?" I was like, "I'm doing good." He was like, um. He's like, you got a moment to talk to me? I was like, sir, how old are you, baby? And he's, I was like, I said, now listen here. I got four sons and a husband. I said, and I, I'm truly flattered. I really am. I said, but let me tell you something. My sons will kick your ass. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm just saying. Like, like, listen, you gave your girl a big ego boost. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I, I'm married to an angry black man and his sons is nigglets. So let me tell you this. What I cannot do is bring you home for for dinner for anything. I can't I can't stop to talk to you. They got they got people on the watch out here. I ain't even supposed to be out in these streets like this. <laughs> All right, but let me tell you, 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 you did something for your girl's ego. I appreciate that. Okay. So what's next for you? Any books we should be on the lookout for? Yes. And any audio books that we should be on the lookout for? And could you tell us? Yes. Okay. So um, next month, I'm super excited. Um, giving my all to you is coming out. I'm going to tell you just a little bit about that. Um, you know how we say there's no good men out there? And and again, keep in mind, I write some ratchet shit. So I took um, a really good guy really great guy but he has a past he's a felon mm. and he's a garbage man mm. and we you know we we tend that we we tend to aim real high with our standards as women but we also miss out on some really great guys mm. because we can't get past the superficial shit so we have sort of a love triangle happening in this book i hope the good guy wins uh, knowing me he won't but <laughs> but it's such a beautiful story so giving my all to you uh comes out next month it has a beautiful uh soundtrack um it goes into audio production next week um so i'm excited about that um then uh um the eminem chronicles 2 i'm not holding it back no more um, I had to wait for, I, I have a thing now where I really want the audiobooks to come out at the same time. Mm. Um, so my husband will be narrating that again for us. So I am back with all the naughty antics of married men, all the foolish and fuckery that happens at the Phoenix is coming back. We get to figure out, uh, what's been happening, who did what, is the baby his, like, <laughs> we, 
And again, these are married men living a double life. So we get to hear about all, like it comes to a, a full circle with them. Like, do I, are they going to get away with this shit? Probably not. Cause it's me. I like drama and fuck <laughs> So we'll see what happens and, you know, whether or not they reap the consequences of their actions. Uh, so that comes out. That's my September release. Okay. Um, then Miss April comes out. So the banker, the banker is finally coming out. The banker is finally coming out. Part two of the proposal series. Um, I have uh, probably seven more chapters to wrap her up. Um, and then she'll be, she'll be my October release. Um, now for November, I, I put out that book. I put out, I'll show you the, I put out this book, the mother-in-law. Now I left a couple of y'all real upset. Y'all was in my inbox. Y'all screaming to me. I'm a horrible person. Who, who, what kind of woman would do this to her daughters? She's a bitch. You're a bitch for writing it. Like I'd have heard it all. But the one thing everybody agreed about with this book was who that baby daddy. And even, even though I was not going to, um, it's not a, it's not a sequel. I wanted to tell that baby's story. So we are gonna find out who that baby daddy is through the eyes of the sun. And let's just face it, his mother was Veronica. So you know this man got some some shit with him. So we're gonna find out uh who the baby daddy is and all about the son. And the name of the book, I have to say it just like this. The name of the book is The Son of a Bitch. Like the son of a bitch. Because his mama truly was one. Uh, <laughs> So that's my November release. And the next book after that is a is a new series. Um, it's all gonna come out together. When I tell you um I'm excited about that, um, because again, Sophista Ratchet, it's a whole lot of ratchet and sophistication going on with them. And again, I'm not shocked about sexy can always look forward to them but that is the lineup for the end of the year and what I want to say is I need to apologize to all my readers and fans for the delay in books as many of you know I've been having some horrible health issues over the last couple years and this year like got the best of me um and I struggled and um I, I just I, I just wasn't feeling like being the author at mm. times, which is why I held on to the books. Not that they weren't ready, not that I haven't been doing anything, but I took the time to focus on my audiobooks and get those right for you because I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss that group of readers who really enjoyed that platform. Mm. Um, so I worked on those. And from the sound of it, you guys are loving it. And now I am ready to put out all of these books that have been sitting here like taking up space on my computer. Yes. So look forward to it. I'm 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 back, bitches, with all. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Love it, love it or hate it, I'm back. So, do you have a newsletter? And what are your social media handles and Facebook group if you have one? Um. So I just revamped my um my website. So I will be starting newsletters um mm -hmm. next quarter. So in September. 
no we are next quarter in october <laughs> i will be doing the newsletters um and sending those out um i am also starting a subscription because someone had mentioned to me that they would love for me to do lives about the books mm. with all the readers because of my health concerns i haven't been able to get out and really engage with a uh, book uh book groups in person the way I used to okay. and, and zoom is great but I, I, I can people on my on my good days like if I mm. like today I knew I was gonna be for you I rested up I'm I'm here and I was like we're gonna do this um if I can have everybody just join me for a book discussion that would be great it also will give you access early access to all of the books that come out for me a month before they go public mm. um, and that includes like the ebooks regular books audio books um and then also um me sharing some of my favorite things because i'll go to you know when i'm around my family the the my reading writing community they'll be like girl i love that where you get that from i'm now going to give you some insight on some of my favorite things that get me through things Mm. So whether or not it's it's my winter teas that I like to drink, um, my my candles or incense, um, uh, scrubs and lotions and things like my favorite, like I, I I'm wear heels from time to time. <laughs> like why, how can I wear heels and running them? Because I use these particular foot cushions. I want to gift that to you mm. so that like you get a part of me. Um, my part, the personal side of me, the thing the author and me like, I'll, I'll be gifting those to you um, through the subscription. So I was thinking, like, how do I make it personal? Like, how how do I how do I stay in touch with you? So that's why it's starting in October, because I had to get like the supplies and things together, and yeah, I just wanted to do something great for the readers that support me. So that's what I'm doing. As far as my social media uh, handle. Um, on TikTok is uh, A A Lewis seven one six. It's the same thing on IG. It's the same thing on uh, Threads, <laughs> and it's author A A Lewis on Facebook. Okay, well I appreciate you coming through. It was so much fun. It really has. <laughs> it really has. I look forward to speaking to you again because I am as soon as you couple weeks, that book, couple weeks. And you uh I'm gonna be in your inbox. Please do. So we can talk about this. Because I know I'm gonna have questions. Listen, I April, I have the narrator for April. That book is coming out. I, I cannot wait because like I said, I I pushed the envelope for the BDSM. I said, when mm. when that man said, as a white man, I need you to push the envelope, lady. I was like, challenge accepted. I'm going to do that. I cannot wait for you to get into the audiobooks. I, I really hey, can't. Audiobooks and the regular books. And with the lineup that's coming out for this fall, like, you, you, listen, you don't let it hate me. And, and I love that for you. I love that for you. <laughs> I do. I, I'm looking forward to the hate. I'm looking forward to the this bitch. Like that's my favorite one. This bitch. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because I, I like drama. I like drama in my books, not in my life. So that's why we get all the fuckery out. So I don't have to deal with it in my personal life. So facts. 
facts. So I, I'm looking forward to speaking to you again and mm -hmm. also seeing you uh, at the Jessica Watkins uh, yes. urban. And I just, uh, be prepared. I'm buying oh, everything. No, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be there. Yeah, I, I love the hate because, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm okay with the love-hate relationships. I'm okay with the love-hate relationships. <laughs> but I gave, you, I gave you something to think about. Like, I got an emotion out of you. Yeah, and, when, and when you say, when you come to me and be like, bitch, I be like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Listen, I don't get offended unless you put adjectives to that. So, but when you, you you say something else, I get a different response. When you be like, "Bitch, I cannot believe, girl." Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get off of this so I can go ahead and do your review. I, I'm I'm gonna look forward to it, and then I'm gonna blast it everywhere. Like, thank you for having me on the platform. I I.